building resilience and well-being in a changing work landscape. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Courtney Bigany, Director of People Science at 15.5. Welcome, Courtney. Thanks, Tanya. So what does 15.5 do, and what do you do in your role as Director of People Science? Yeah, so 15.5 is a people and performance platform, and we increase performance at work by helping people become their best selves. So our vision as 15.5 is to unlock the potential of every member of the global workforce. And as the director of people science at 15.5, my sole purpose is to ensure that our technology is positive and aligns to the latest science of thriving. You say that technology has a bad reputation for causing increased depression. We've seen that anxiety and even being, even being disconnected. Uh, explain that. Yeah, so right now um, we see detrimental effects with, with technology and there's this really big movement in terms of minimizing negative technology, but we can also maximize positive technology by looking to the latest science from positive psychology. And positive psychology is a science of thriving. So we really do believe we are at a new wave of positive technology right now. With COVID-19, we're basically entering this really difficult situation. Uh, how can technology support people during this crisis? Yeah, so with COVID-19, people are really struggling right now. Um, and technology can be used to increase resilience. And we know from the science that in order to shift from surviving to thriving, we need resilience, which is this ability to navigate adversity and bounce back in the face of challenge. And that's at an individual level. And at an organizational level, people are shifting into this new world of remote work. So we can also help organizations shift to remote work leveraging technology. So technology can help both individuals and organizations not only survive, but thrive through the age of coronavirus. So then let's talk about how that takes place. What are the strategies that individuals can use to increase their resilience and well-being? Yeah, so we know from the science of positive psychology that the shift from surviving to thriving is through resilience, like I said. And resilience is this ability to navigate adversity and bounce back in the face of challenge. And it's a skill that people can develop on their own and also at an organizational level. So if we look to the latest science, there are both physical and emotional resilience strategies that people can build on. So when it comes to physical resilience, we need to double down on health and vitality practices, like basic health, vita health and vitality practices like sleep and movement and mindfulness. And we know that all of these things help to increase immunity. They reduce depression and anxieties. They're really critical right now. And we can also look at the latest science for emotional resilience strategies, and I'll cover three of them. So the first one is setting distraction goals. So right now, as it relates to technology, people are scrolling through negative news. Negative news is, is really big right now. We know from the research that, that constantly scrolling through negative news increases stress, depression, anxiety. It can lead to panic attacks. It reduces cardiovascular health. It reduces immune health. So we need to help people regulate their emotions. And instead of just minimizing negative, negative news, they can set distraction goals that redirect their attention in a really positive way, say by learning a, learning a new skill like mindfulness meditation or cooking. So distraction goals is one emotional resilience strategy that people can double down on right now to become more resilient. And the second resilience strategy that we know from the science is gratitude, which is this practice of appreciation. And gratitude helps to reduce stress, it helps to increase better sleep, it helps to reduce depression, 
Um, and it also helps to strengthen relationships, which are so critical right now when people are physical distancing. And people can practice gratitude both alone and then also with others. And the research shows that when people practice gratitude alone, say by counting three wins every day, it helps to reduce depression um, more than people who don't. So counting three wins and practicing gratitude is a critical strategy right now. And finally, a last strategy for emotional resilience is feeling identification. So we know from the science that resilient people are highly self-aware and effective at managing their emotions. And the first step to managing your emotion is naming your emotion. This is called feeling identification. And feeling identification increases resilience, it increases well-being, it helps strengthen your relationships, because when you're able to identify your own emotions, you're able to identify emotions in others. So again, people are struggling right now, and I really think that people can look to the latest science to help practice these physical and emotional resilience skills. So let's talk about one of those. Um, how, how can people put feeling identification into practice? Yeah, so feeling identification is a practice, and it's something that you can develop just like learning a new language. And it's a really critical step in compassionate communication exercises, both with yourself and other people. So let's, let's look at nonviolent communication, which is a compassionate communication exercise with others that people can use to resolve conflict. Um, so let's say someone joins your Zoom meeting late um, and it's a work meeting. Instead of getting really frustrated and like tarnishing the relationship, you can practice nonviolent communication, which has three steps. The first step is, is observing the situation. The second step is identifying your feeling. And the third step is making a request. So step one, observe the situation. You came into the meeting at 9.15, the meeting started at nine. Number two, identify your feeling. This made me feel really frustrated. Number three, make a request. Next time, can you give me a heads up? So again, feeling identification is a resilience skill that's critical to compassionate communication exercises with others and also compassionate communication with yourself. So Kristen Neff, she's a leading researcher on, on um, compassion, and she has something called a self-compassion break, which is a mental strategy for dealing with stress. So take COVID-19. This is a really stressful situation and an opportunity for people to leverage resilience strategies. And it also includes three steps. So step one is naming your feeling. Step two is honoring common humanity. And step three is being kind to yourself. So with COVID-19, you can say, you can identify your feeling and say, this is a really stressful situation. I am overwhelmed, I am stressed. And you can practice step two, which is honoring common humanity and saying, I bet I'm not alone. I bet other people are really stressed and overwhelmed as well. And this helps to release the grip, release the stress. And the third step is practicing self-kindness which is saying to yourself, I've been through something really hard before, I know I can get through this. So again, people are struggling and people can practice um, resilience and strengthen their resilience muscle right now, which is going to turn into lifelong resilience habits. And luckily there are technology to help increase resilience and also help people navigate this new transition to remote work. So technology can help individuals and organizations during this time. Courtney Bigany, Director of People Science at 15.5. If somebody wants to connect with you, maybe they want to understand more about this because they have, they're remote working themselves, or maybe they have a team of people who they're managing who are remote working, how, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, they can check out 15.5, that's 15.5.com. All right, thanks again for joining us. And if you want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.